You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. This is Biscuit. <laughs> you hesitated. Are you are you not sure what your name is now? I don't know. There was a time when you I thought maybe I need you. to change my name now. Upgrade or something. You did upgrade you, but Biscuit yeah. still suits you. It still suits me. It still works. Uh, well, hey, biscuit. man. This is an upgraded man. So maybe he wants to <laughs> let go of certain... Let, let go of... said you could be lemon cream. Lemon cream, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should leave it to a, to a, to a public vote. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, what, let, get, let, vote the public and give me three names. What they like, lemon cream, biscuit, or what else? What, what else can we work with? Hey, dude, you know, the problem now is that there are other parties that now have a direct vested interest. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so real. Starting yeah. to have people call, call you lemon cream could have uh, yeah, other, it could be problematic. Yeah, you know? have issues. Oh, yeah. snap. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, it's, it's unanimous. Biscuit, it is. <laughs> good to be back. Let's good keep to be it, back. Let, let's, let's keep it straight. <laughs> Just so you all know, uh, Biscuit has a wife now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. I crossed over. I jumped the board. He crossed over. So I'm officially the only man in the studio, or rather, the only person. In the studio, who is on his own? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He has to find a suitable help me. It's just, it's just me and Jesus, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all those listening, hashtag Bachelor. Your name will be jumped to the top, and uh, we will consider. Uh, right. <laughs> so, uh, what are we talking about today? Um, today we are actually before I say what we're talking about today. I want to ask you guys, have you been to church at all? Or well, you have? Yes, Did yesterday, you? actually. That's the first time in a long First time in a while I was in church physically. Wow. Felt different. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. there lots of people? Relatively. Relatively, yeah. Well, were they wearing masks? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a no. That's a no. Some were wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, okay. some weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, Biscuit? I'm still doing virtual. Okay. Yeah. I'm still yeah. still going in. Uh on online, on the screen, on time, every time. Oh, yeah. Really? So yeah, you know, every ever since it was started started being online, we've been watching every Sunday. Well, I won't see what I do on Sundays now. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about <laughs> life as a Christian in this pandemic. Um yeah, in this pandemic. Some well, actually, no, let me not even go there. But um, yeah, it's been interesting because work has changed, home life has changed, church life has changed, everything's changed. Nothing is how it was two years ago, even. So, yeah, just how have people been navigating that? Your relationships, your friendships, um, spirituality, you can't go to soul group anymore, maybe you've fallen off the wagon, we don't know. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, you know, this is such i don't know man this is a very and it's just one of those topics where you're like okay so this is the reality that we have now in our world you know where you people have become accustomed to wearing masks in fact you know if if you're if you're walking around without a mask i remember the one a few weeks ago i parked i, I parked my car and i i was in a bit of a rush and so I've, I just left my mask because when I'm driving by myself, I don't wear my mask. Mm-hmm. 
got out of the car and I was then I got a trolley someone somebody left a trolley in the car park so I just took it and I was headed to the supermarket then everyone is looking at me funny like <laughs> what's wrong like is there something wrong on me until I got to the entrance and you know there's a guy with the tem- yeah. with the uh, yeah with the temperature thing a thermometer and whatever and they're like ah it must so so like literally everyone was looking at me funny and I'm thinking then I remembered I don't know oh snap I don't have my mask I had to rush back to the car and wear my mask but then the whole time I kept thinking wow guys this is crazy yeah you know everyone was looking at me like there was something wrong with me <laughs> mm-hmm. like dude what what's what's your story <laughs> and I guess you know it's just proof positive of the fact that the world has changed is changing mm. and i guess normal <clears throat> has changed so yeah that that's that's where we're at i'm actually actually had the opposite experience um cuz i'm not even aware of my mask anymore like i have to remember to remove it rather than to remember to take it <laughs> to put it on so i went to a function a small function about 2 weeks ago and everyone was not wearing their masks except for me i was literally the only person in a crowd of 50 people still wearing my mask like people came with them and then they took them off but i kept mine on and then there was a guy there who i didn't know and we were sitting in a table at a table and then he was t- he had his timer on and everyone was like what are you timing what are you timing he's like don't worry me i'm timing something i'll tell you what i'm timing when i'm done timing it and everyone was like okay weird then like after 48 minutes and 48 seconds he's like what's your name and i said my name then he's just like you did not remove your mask for 48 minutes and i was timing you because usually people is like about 2 minutes and it's off but you chilled here in a group of people who had no masks on and you kept Yo, us on for 48 minutes hectic. and the only reason i took it off was because i wanted to drink some water so and then i put it back on afterwards i'm like well It's not my fault you don't want to wear your mask. Like, I'm so, good with wow. Mask. So here's the question though. So is it a case of you becoming so accustomed to wearing a mask now that it's just become a thing you do or is it is it is it a thing about the virus itself? Are you trying to mm-hmm. is it for health reasons or is now just psych- psychological? I'm so used to it. And yeah, it is a small layer of safety though I know it can't really do that much <laughs> to protect me. But yeah, I don't know, maybe it's just all in my head. I just feel better with it on. Better Except on. for when I'm driving, then Be- I have it off. Better with it on. Cuz I'm oh, in a okay. contained space, there's no fresh air, so right. I off. yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. So yeah, I guess that's that's where we're at. But you know, the bigger question I guess and which is sort of what the focus of this discussion is is as believers as Christians how has this changed the way we do life what have been the effects of the pandemic on um our lives as Christians on our church life on how we do relationships and all of that because i mean one of the things that we know scripture says is um that we should we should not I think it's Hebrews 10:25 which talks about us not forsaking the assembling assembling together and uh what well, that's my paraphrase and there's quite a lot of emphasis on being together physically as believers mm-hmm. but of course with with all that's going on right now 
um, is becoming tricky. It has become tricky, let me put it that way. So um, does this mean that this is how it's going to be? Has this become the new norm? Should we be fighting for things to change as Christians? To say, no, man, this is messed up. We need to actually be fighting. There should be lawsuits, which, which I know is happening, actually. Um, to allow people to meet or should we just be like ah this this is what it is man let's just go with the flow i don't people know are suing who the government all sorts of people they're suing government they sue pharmacies they sue well, they're suing everybody the okay. anti-mask anti-vax anti-everything crew are always suing somebody oh, okay it happens <laughs> um and most of it is about what uh liberties this oh. is not really happening in our part of the world because we're we don't know quite a bit more chill <laughs> uh, but they where they they're ready to 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 get triggered quickly they are fighting and fighting hard and it's cool it's all right that they but i know there's that. been one here which apparently i heard somebody talk about this uh, a pastor who was actually saying i don't know if it's the efz or something yeah no i believe yeah. that that happened so, and they won yeah and they, and they actually, and they actually won the vaccine the whole thing about people church. having to be vaccinated uh, to come before to church. they come to church yeah so mm. apparently that case was won. so i'm, I'm saying so the there is work that is being done mm. in that regard so uh, yeah my question again being should as christians are we is that the fight we should be fighting should or, or should we just be more chilled about it and just be like hey listen i don't know it's a it's a tough question to ask because that's about a person's personal conviction i don't know if you want to say the entire group should be <laughs> motivated to be doing this or not i i really don't know because so many people are standing on different perspectives with it yeah um but that said regardless of which side of the camp you're on it has affected all of our lives mm -hmm. like like you're rightfully pointing out you can't go into certain places without wearing a mask as that's the standing rule whether you want to fight them at the door about that different thing right. but the rule is you can't go in and um and and of course the whole public gatherings thing mm -hmm. uh i don't know about anywhere else where anyone's listening from but right now it was recently amended to allow for like 100 people to be gathered in a place before yeah. it was 30 and before that when it was at its peak it was even lower Four. yeah it was one of those yeah. crazy time yeah. you're expecting the SWAT team to come into your house and I get four of you gathered here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I can and when you yeah looking at that uh, from a Christian perspective that really does hamper your ability to fellowship your ability to to just be with other believers but then it hampers everyone's ability to just be with other humans, of which I believe we as people are community-made, if mm -hmm. you want to put it that way. We need community yeah. to some extent. And there are bad things that happen when people don't have community. Sure. It gets kind of weird. So I'd say, yeah, um, I mean, it's had a huge effect. And it's, I don't think it's going anywhere, personally. I don't think it's going to change quickly. Uh, we might have some of the lingerings of these lockdowns and whatever for a while to come. Yeah. We might. I guess, you know, the thing is that this conversation can quickly turn into uh, conspiracy theory this yeah. and, and conspiracy theory that. And, um, and, of course, that's not where I wanted to go because they are already lots of views that are generally well known 
and publicized on different you know, social media platforms, etc., and news news outlets. Uh, from a you know you know when I when I think about everything that's happening right now, um, the whole thing about our liberties as people, because those have really been taken away in many yeah. you know yeah. in in many ways. Um, the whole the whole point about people becoming paranoid, you know, about certain things and and stuff. For me, it's like we want to have an intelligent approach to this as Christians, right? We we wanna we wanna be woke, <laughs> if I can use that term about it. You know, yeah, just we want to have discernment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's more like it. Discernment and <clears throat> also understand what's going on, what it means. I know we've already done several episodes on 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 some of this stuff, so I, I, we don't need to um, to repeat that. But I'm just saying. As as we go through life, as we go through all of this stuff, shouldn't there be a part of us that should be like, ha, wait a minute. Ah, Myers, man, we need to just fight for something <laughs> or we need to challenge something. I think um, for some people, maybe me included in the beginning, gave a lot of thought to some conspiracy theories and was thinking a lot of in terms of big picture like oh what is this going to mean for the world if you need a vaccine to be able to do things then you know we're going to have to live in bunkers or whatever I, I went a bit crazy for a bit but I was thinking very big picture about like what you're saying like there's this homogenous group of people who have this agenda and it's definitely anti-Christ and I think it took my mind off the more subtle ways that the pandemic was affecting me as an individual, mm -hmm. like the things that I was now spending my time doing or the things that I was now not doing anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, I haven't been to church, back to church, not necessarily because I'm scared. I just have no desire really to go back to church. And as I'm saying it out loud, I know it's terrible. But I'm like, this is not something that happened overnight. <laughs> this is not something that took place overnight. It's been a slow, I don't know. Fade. I don't call it a fade per se. But like in the beginning when it seemed like it was going to be a short term thing, it was like, oh, okay, Kayang holiday. That's what lockdown yeah. was for me. Yeah, because I needed to rest. People, yeah. And I was actually grateful for 21 days of me being able to tell customers, look, I can't do anything for you and they have no reason to be mad at me. And then when it continued, yeah, it, it's now no longer a short-lived break, but then I didn't resume doing certain things. Hmm. So I think for maybe I'm not the only one who's kind of had that shift where it's like maybe it's not this huge conspiracy or this huge plan by the devil, but it's a way more subtle thing. Like if you've read the screw tape letters, it talks right. a lot about how the devil's stuff <laughs> that he does Brilliant book, is a lot more subtle and it's not as obvious as you may think. And it's got a lot to do with your daily habits. It's got a lot to do with how you interact with people. It's got a lot to do with how you treat your neighbors or how you become selfish with your faith and you only yeah. think it's between me and God and you forget the horizontal relationships, that sort of thing, more than, is this the mark of the beast? Or, yeah. you know, like, uh, that stuff is nearly, you know, they read. I, I'm 100% on that. I want to read this book. 
Is it? Uh, there's an audio Project letters. I think you need to. I don't yeah, know how to work as an audio. <laughs> it's a great book. It's a great book. Oh, C.S. Yeah. Lewis. I like the audio stuff. But anyway, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the there is so much more to the world than these big notion things that, in my viewpoint, personal viewpoint, most of them you cannot change. Uh, I I I don't know for sure. But I don't know if I was placed on this earth to go and storm the headquarters of the Illuminati with Mm. my (laughs) pack of laser guns or whatever. I don't know. But I do know that I live next door to some people. Mm -hmm. I do know that I have people I work with. I do know that I have a community around me of whom I am responsible to. I have a family I'm starting. I am responsible to them. (laughs) Hey, I can say those things. Anyway, those are things that are are, are a word. I I can say were put in my life rather than worrying about I don't know whether Bill Gates is trying, whether Bill Gates like is trying to kill Africans or not. I mean, <laughs> the, I, those are just. I laugh, but I mean, it's a very serious, serious I mean, issue it, for some people. It, it, so it, like, why it, it could be. Giggling? This is serious business. But this has really changed our day to day habits and a lot of things that we were doing and we, we have really stopped them. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've, I'm sure there are people out there watching more news than they are praying. They started doing more of that, watching statistics and stuff, yeah. rather than saying that, hey, Shashi, this is a great time to be my prayer closer. I'll say this. I remember when COVID started, and yes, even I thought it was going to be a bit of a break. I know, look, people are dying. Sorry, I'm not necessarily discounting that. But I thought, okay, this is a great time for me to do some personal work and maybe mm. um, exercise and all of that. And the funny thing is, <laughs> like almost none of that happened <laughs> by the end of it. It's weird that we didn't then say this is a great time for us to go into like proper prayers. Let's yeah. let's go into some meditation. Mm-hmm. I'm at home. I can fast. Like this is like fasting light without as much effort. I can't go to the shops. Mm-hmm. Let, so few of us did any, even of the things we could have done during this uh, season. So we lost good things and we didn't even gain good things. Uh-huh. Did Daniel's fasting that gained weight, bro? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I was now eating three meals a day of very <laughs> elaborate Daniel's fast meals, <laughs> which I'd never do. You should have made a Daniel, Daniel's cookbook, bro. You I really could have. Yeah. Actually, if you saw my socials, I was on there. So, <laughs> okay, so, okay, as we're saying this, I'm just thinking, and I think, T-Mike, you hit on something very important, which is that initially it was supposed to be this... You know, nice, laid back, 21 days. I remember that first lockdown, which then, you know, obviously extended. But in that, people ended up developing all kinds of habits. And now, uh, you know, one of the questions that we're actually talking about um, prior to this podcast is the fact that, so can we then say the lockdown and all of this stuff, can can we say it's been a blessing or it's been a curse? especially for those of us who are Christians, has has it made us more plugged into God, more aware of God, more, um, what's, what's the thing? Has it made us more conscious of who he is, given us a, a bigger desire to get into his word and seek for him? Or has it made us more lukewarm, and, you know, do we now have all these excuses where we say, you know what, I don't really need to be in church, for example. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to 
throw jabs there. But, uh, but I, I don't need to be in church. I don't need necessarily to be, to be with people because I've got online church. Is is that is it making us better disciples or is it making us less? I think for me, what it's done is <clears throat> it's been a bit of a journey of introspection because you then if you see a certain desire has dissipated or just gone completely like mine of going to the physical church um it makes me question okay why was i going in the first place and was in my going there was was i really like engaged to the point where i felt like i was really a part of the community or was i just going because i'm like well it's sunday what else am i supposed to do that's right. just what I do. So now that there's the option to go or not to go, it's like, okay, well, maybe it's even the place that I was going. Maybe I need to find another place where I do feel more engaged. You know, like, right. I feel like it should, rather than make you feel like you're this terrible person, maybe it should just make you question some of your old motives and your current ones and then reevaluate okay am i actually lukewarm right now if yes then what can i do to change that yeah rather than beat yourself up and be like oh my gosh i've just become I've so <laughs> <laughs> i agree i've, I've just lost cause because if you stay in that place then <clears throat> you will remain lukewarm and you will just not resume yeah I, I think um in in all calamity there's opportunity and there's suffering as well um and uh, as christians I, I and believing in a sovereign lord we know that he's constantly there mm. it's not like he he took a nap or mm. took a break or said time out during covid he's been <laughs> present yeah so that means they he's been working mm. and therefore there has been opportunity regardless of what's going on around us yeah so coming from that perspective, I feel that COVID uh, itself, the pandemic rather, has been a test. Mm -hmm. It's more of a test. Exactly what you're saying, that it's a test for yourself. Right. What did you do? What didn't you do? Where, what did you change? What didn't you change? It literally revealed it yourself really to yourself. Yeah, like the impurities kind of rose to the surface. Hi, if you had issues with your family, you were stuck at home with mm -hmm. them. <laughs> so you saw that. Fam marriages saw their issues too. Yeah. And Poor parents with kids. Parents with their kids have realized they didn't like their kids. I was so glad. This people realized did I like working? Did I not like working? Did mm. I need to stay where I was? Mm. And why was I so burnt out that the thought of a pandemic was like, it's not so bad if I could yeah. stay at home? This, this, this helped people realize hey, can I survive? Do I have savings? Do I plan? All of that yeah. just bubbled to the surface because right. of this whole situation. <laughs> and you, we were tested. And, and obviously the greatest place where we were tested was in our faith and, and what we have faith in. Yeah. Because if you're sitting there worrying about tomorrow, you've got to ask, what am I believing in? Yeah. Who am I believing in? And why am I believing in this? Yeah. And whilst everything is not changing, am I still believing? Mm -hmm. Those sorts of questions had to come up. And I think it's wonderful that we got, because, uh, let me put this in perspective. This isn't the first time the world has had an opportunity to reflect. 
Yeah. yeah. It's reflected during massive outbreaks of diseases that kill you on the spot. Mm. Yeah. It's had questions during wars where you you've got two seconds to make these decisions mm-hmm. and then there's a bomb. We got to decide this oddly enough at home. Yeah. Yeah. Like a year. For like a year to think. And yeah, I I think that there's a beautiful opportunity in that mm-hmm. that maybe has been missed unfortunately. Yeah. Very interesting what you guys are saying because I feel like there's almost like you know how in the Bible we're told to be vigilant, to be watchful, to always be alert. Mm-hmm. So there's that side of things where I think if you read Matthew 24, which you know talks about uh the return the the second coming of Jesus it's almost like this um eschatology chapter because it it hones in a lot on that sort of stuff but it's Jesus talking about um that there's all these things that are going to begin to happen towards the end of the world you know um and of course I'm not trying to say that this is the end of the world or anything like that uh, could be but the greater point is that Jesus was basically trying to get his disciples to be wise about how they were doing life and how, how, about their perspective on things mm-hmm. that there's something bigger at play right there's something that god is doing yeah. and that's the chapter where he talks about how the love of many will grow cold yeah. and, and all this sort of stuff and so as i as i look at the pandemic and all the stuff that is happening i think on i think there's a macro level at which we can look at things and there's a micro level as well the macro level i don't think we should ignore because that is part and parcel of our responsibility as christians that yeah. we, we need to be aware of of the times and of of what's going on we've got to be um alert oddly enough you know i well interestingly enough keith sent this link on the group last night uh, which i just thought was really phenomenal and you know just talking about the fact that uh, in the days of Noah, people were just doing life as normal, right? Yeah. But at that time, Noah was building an ark and he was trying to get people to... He was trying to warn people that, hey, listen, guys, something is coming. But guys were like, ah, you, who did you go, you know? And I'm sure people were just doing life and things things were happening until the day came. So I'm just saying, in the same way, and Jesus actually references that story to say, just like in the days of Noah, people were marrying and being given into marriage and and all of of course marriage is a beautiful thing uh, <laughs> and people were doing business and people were trading oh, but they lost sight of the thing that matters most mm-hmm. so I think similarly th- there's so many parallels there that can be drawn uh, of course end times has been a thing that's been you know this has been a subject for many 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 years <clears throat> but I'm just saying but even with this with this pandemic and with all of this we should have the macro outlook as well as the micro outlook to say what is God doing and and what is God wanting us to be aware of at this time Mm -hmm. but at an individual level um, or at a nucleus family level what does that mean for for, for me Uh, how's my walk with God how is my discipleship am I being a proper disciple how's my love walk 
You know, am I growing? Am I bearing fruit? Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, have we been doing that? I mean, many times I've had to stop and ask myself, what ear plus, you know, what's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's a question that I'm posing to our listeners. That's a question that I guess I'm posing to all of us here to say, where, where, you know, where, where are we at with that? I guess it's more of a rhetorical question, but I think those are the things that we, we need to be, um, to be thinking about also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say after that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, it's a conversation, guys. <laughs> okay, what, 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 what should we talk about next? Uh, I guess individual benefit. Oh, what's it? Pros. Individual pros. Okay. Oh. Yeah, individual pros from the whole COVID mm-hmm. situation. Um, okay, so if if we're gonna look at maybe um, some pros and speak individually, um, for myself, some of the things I did uh, pick up with COVID was an opportunity to get back to some of my first loves, to to sit and um no, draw game. illustrate yeah. no no video games uh, they were there they 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 enemies were slain pentakills triple kill i was there i did the things <laughs> uh, but um i did get to to sit and uh take the time to to do some some great work i hadn't had that opportunity in a really long time uh i'm actually saddened that <laughs> to some extent that things did slightly open and though I wanted them to and I lost my my, my momentum on that um, and you've got a wife uh, yeah during the whole thing I, I got a wife but uh, I was going to make that happen whether the world had ended or not mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that's been pretty awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey one month in guys <laughs> <laughs> um other great things have been uh, I've been around uh, my immediate family a lot more. Yeah, I would say, uh, which has been okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just been okay. It's just like oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool though. Um, I won't lie. The guy told me scans were during COVID, and I was running around when I shouldn't have been. Okay, running just around. make frame that in such a way that we know what kind of. Oh no no no! In terms of like yeah, in terms of uh, being out after curfew. Being out of curfew, yeah. yes, like yeah, like our driving. Because yeah, that's wife, no, I can't just say no, I was that's doing that. That's got a whole other list of implications. <laughs> oh, okay, you know what okay, I'm we don't mean those things. All right, reframe, re, re, remix, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you did uh, break some. Uh, what you call them restrictions in terms of that and yeah every now and again people would have hangouts and so on not cool but at the same time yeah you'd be we now sanitize way more than we ever used to mm-hmm. which is pretty dope I hope that stays I hope that doesn't go away that'll be kind of nice um, yeah what actually else? didn't have a flu last yeah the, the, I think the world has generally been a little less diseased during this time whilst we're focused on COVID. Yeah. I think a lot of other things did not happen, which could have happened. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, just a lot more meditating and stuff, I think. Yeah. Uh, dietarily, ate more meals, for sure. <laughs> like, you know, more regularly. 
which was also cool what else what else happened during this time yeah yeah i did take the time to hey, sh- finally catch up on a couple of courses i wanted to watch and listen to yeah i even caught up on some movies like i never get to watch any movies or anything that was yeah. nice that was a thing i enjoyed that yeah so that that's me on that's dope in terms of small little things that i benefited from i think that's cool that's cool um that's dope t-mac um <laughs> well can't say i was as uh as uh, i didn't redeem the time as much as i should have but um i'd say i re- to some extent rediscovered music oh nice especially like worship music and yeah the are you writing songs again no no i haven't actually started writing again t-mac is a prolific songwriter by the way <laughs> really yeah, and she's yeah. a singer too and she's a singer too uh, she can even dance <laughs> yeah, give, <laughs> give an know. instruction yeah she, but she can do i that. don't know man Lindsay, give just... an instruction <laughs> <laughs> facts i can already do choreograph dancing no, no freestyling here but anyway no i i i used to be such a music junkie and all types of gospel music whether it's gospel hip-hop or christian contemporary or r&b like i was just i used to be so immersed in it and then i don't know where i just stopped altogether but i since i had a little bit more time on my hands i did start rediscovering music which has been nice um now i really hear my discord when i'm listening to praise and worship from a certain place (laughs) 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 anyway no um I exercised a little bit. I could have done a lot more, but especially now since things have opened again, I've like just exercised. It, I guess it didn't become enough of a solid habit, so it was the first thing to go. And rest, I think, you know, I think it made me, especially that first 21 days, made me realize how little I was taking care of my temple shall i say mm-hmm. i wasn't sleeping enough i wasn't <clears throat> eating enough i wasn't drinking enough water you know all of that stuff so i did make a point to try and improve on some of those areas sleep i haven't quite improved on but other areas i think i have a little bit little baby steps in informing new habits so that's been great yeah um yeah and reading done a lot more reading nice. than I used to do. Yeah. Your Bible? Um yes, reading my Bible, but also reading other Christian literature. And also self-help. I don't even like calling it self-help, but productivity literature maybe if I can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, cool. I think <sighs> there's a lot of books that I just had on my reading list that I'm like, yeah, when I get a chance. So you finally got to you finally got to jump into them. A few, but I could have read my Bible a lot more. Yeah, given the yeah. amount of time Same that I had here. at my disposal, I cho- I chose to sleep. I think more. So than I did to read. Yeah. So as as you guys are saying this, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening can also relate to this, um, that this has been a great opportunity to self introspect. You know, to evaluate 
our lives to examine our habits and all these things and also get <clears throat> get to do some of the stuff that we've always wanted to do uh well i guess i haven't really spoken i got to do quite a lot of stuff as well and one of the things that has really come to the surface for me is the fact that i don't rest enough you you know just, just the fact that i don't mm. i don't rest i need to learn i never and I, i just never thought i'd actually say these words but i don't think i know how to rest mm-hmm. like when you're chilling you you have that feeling of this, uh, there's something yeah, that man. i'm not doing the fact that i have this five minutes of emptiness yes. means there's then something i just start feeling like okay what what needs to be done yeah. uh, i need to watch this documentary or i need to so just learning to take it easy to chill yes yeah, that's been that's been a hard lesson um <clears throat> but you know another thing that I, i i would say that i i personally got to do um and this is not even me trying to give myself props or anything but i just really got to read my bible i think in a way that i had i haven't been able to in a long time um i'm doing this amazing bible program called the bible recap and it's phenomenal because it, it comes with um it's got a it's got a reading program and then at the end of each reading you have a podcast so there's like a podcast mm-hmm. lesson yeah for about 6 to 8 minutes and it basically gives you the context of what's happening in those passages and then you're reading the bible in chronological order oh. so i that that's what i thought was quite phenomenal as well so for example uh in the book of genesis then i think i think dead in the middle of genesis not not even the not even the middle you get into job because that's when the story of job happens somewhere in early genesis but of course in our bibles job is like uko just oh, before the wisdom literature chronological yeah wow. in, in that in that sense so it's like literally put together in that way it's it's amazing then you get into when you get into books like um samuel and chronicles that's when it really gets exciting because now it's all the different psalms mm-hmm. so you oh. you read a certain portion like after david has that whole thing with bathsheba and everything else that happens mm-hmm. there's many psalms that are written yeah that happened Maybe during that time um Moses wrote a psalm psalm 90 it's the only psalm written by Moses mm-hmm. so you know it's it's all these things that you you begin to discover about the bible and so i've been loving that uh then of course you know i've been slacking a bit because work you know started getting hectic but i've just learned so much mm-hmm. through through reading that and it's made the old testament come alive in a way that it hadn't before so i'm really grateful then uh, so i got to read quite a lot of different stuff um and of course i did uh, I, i did courses and what not what not but I, i think it's important for us to always take time to just evaluate to say where where am i at am i growing am i becoming the person that god wants me to become yeah during you know d- during all of this not just good news and you know useless arguments <laughs> we, we really need to be thinking about our <clears throat> our growth as people but specifically about our relationship with god which leads me to the next question i don't know how much time we have before we have to wrap up okay we have to wrap up just now so going forward <clears throat> so let's say you know there's somebody out there who kind of feels like ah i've not really been making the most of this or maybe they even feel like they've not really grown in their relationship with god maybe the opposite has actually happened where mm-hmm. they are just not there with god you know where where they used to be 
because of the pandemic. Maybe they started hanging with the wrong crowd or watching stuff they're not supposed to be watching. What were you doing? (laughs) You know, all this stuff. How how can somebody get back on track or how, how can somebody make the most of this time because there are many places that are still locked down and there are with people i mean there are people even even now we still have lots of time on our hands if you know if mm. if we really yeah, well, at no, least in certain, in certain places still is a bit more time yeah but the point of my question is how can somebody make use of the time that they have um, and also, if nothing changes, so let's say this this has become the new norm, and this is how life is going to be for the next ten years, for example. You know, how can we get our game up as Christians? How can we become better disciples? How can we become better followers of Christ under the circumstances? Hmm. <clears throat> mm. Good question. Uh, I don't know. I would say make a decision. Because if we're saying that you've seen a lot and discovered a lot during this time, I guess it's uh, time to make a decision about what you want to do. Yeah. And then act upon it. If there's, and if I guess make this a bit more somber, if there's anything the season has taught us, it's that tomorrow isn't promised. Yeah. So... You can't wait for the day things get nicer or get better or get easier for you to have a relationship with God, have a relationship with the people around you, for you to start that project or for you to begin reading or to do your master's or to start exercise. There's just no waiting. There's no legitimate reason to wait. So I think the only thing people can do is really make a decision and start acting. Yeah. On whatever that decision is, whatever it is you think you need to do, yeah. get to doing it. Decision, intentionality. Yeah. T Mac. Um, I guess to also to count it all joy, because there is a, I don't know maybe I'm not necessarily an optimist. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I know myself. I'm not an optimist. But there is usually a good side to almost everything. Um, I know we've all lost people yeah. during this pandemic, and I'm not saying there's even a good side to that. There isn't really. But it's made us more aware of our own mortality and even more so our lack of control over that. So similar to what Biscuit is saying, there's very little... It's not the time to give excuses. All the people who lost their lives, probably some probably didn't really even like think COVID was a real thing like I know it's him for most part a lot of people still don't think it's even a real thing COVID <laughs> so um, love people like you know I know it's cliche to say like you, you know like there's no tomorrow yeah but just savor the relationships that you have with people um, don't take them for granted don't take your own the good things that you have going for you for granted mm-hmm. and um, don't beat yourself up too much we were all just kind of rocked a little bit and yeah. our center shifted but that doesn't mean you can't recenter and realign yourself yeah that's good yeah so 
just and reach out to people and call those people who you don't really talk too much like i think we all appreciated people texting us or calling us out of the blue because we weren't seeing people face to face so yeah. just show love in different ways when you can how you can yeah you don't yeah. need to wait for church on sunday to, <laughs> to you know be nice to people that's good that's good and i think you know one, one of the sad things is obviously the fact that uh so many people have died so many people that we know personally have passed away yeah, let me use a euphemism have passed away and it's sad you know it's, it's heartbreaking when friends lose parents i've got mm. a couple of people that i know who lost their parents um i've got somebody that i know who lost bo- both their parents in a space of like seven days mm. and it's just like it's it's messed up um and it really makes you realize the fragility of life it makes you realize how valuable people are how valuable how valuable relationships are and also the fact that it's it's that easy it's that easy to die i think that's one of the realizations that hit me hard that sure mm-hmm. guys like literally you know it it mm-hmm. doesn't take a lot for you to go yeah. and of course not that i want to i'm saying we should have this um nihilistic outlook on life or whatever but i'm just saying i think it should sober us up mm. and you know to do the things that timak was talking about to love people to value people to be there for people to help people sometimes to actually be more proactive about stuff like that but i think more so even with our walk with god to realize that we need to be as fruitful as we can be yeah for god yeah you know we need to we need to be as fired up as we 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 have to be to to be the people that God wants us to be. Yeah. Why? Because life is fragile, is fragile, man. It's mm-hmm. just like one moment, man, you're here, next moment it could be God asking you, "Okay, so what did you do with what I gave you?" Mm-hmm. I'm just saying these are the things the Bible says we should be aware of as Christians and Paul is constantly um challenging people to examine their lives. Yeah. and all of that. So I I think that's what we need to be. And I, th- I think it's also a great it's going to be oh, rather it's a great time for us to to learn what it really means to be a believer. Cuz sometimes church does end up taking that away from us in a sense. But I think just to really stop and say what does it actually mean to be a disciple of Christ? Mm. What does it mean to be a Christian? Does it mean you need to it may mean you have to change churches? if if that's what it takes it may mean that you have to change certain things certain core things about your life if that's what it takes but i think this is an important time for us to really take our walk with god seriously and yeah anyway let me let me not preach thank you guys this has been good and um i think we should wrap it up yeah this good congratulations man no thank you thank you thank you just, appreciate it. yeah it's appreciate it's, uh, my amazing. fellow comrade has left me yeah man yeah man can come to the other side listen man I can't believe these words are coming out of your mouth i know sha i guess i have to come to the other side <laughs> yeah as you can see i'm being pulled to the other side <laughs> but yeah thank you guys so much for listening and um yeah thank you timak you're the one who does these things <laughs> it has been that long. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for um 
if you did go back to the archives and listen to other episodes when we were MIA, um, we hope you did glean some interesting information from those. And yes, as always, we are open to suggestions of things you want us to discuss or topics you'd want us to tackle. Um, you can email us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And um, yeah, we also need someone to help us with our social media. So also, <laughs> if you're that person... <laughs> Oh, yeah, Please yeah, come yeah, through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, it's been nice to see your faces. <laughs> Good to be seen. <laughs> so nice seeing your unmasked face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mask is going back on now. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.